Hey friends, and welcome to the Talk Podcast. We believe that all change starts with a conversation, a talk that sparks an idea, convicts or creates a movement. The talk seeks to foster real, relatable, and relevant conversations that not only challenge, equip, and empower its listeners to be agent of change. As an extension of joy of it, we look to find points of intersection in a divided world. No topic is off limits, and all people and opinions are welcome. We believe we represent Jesus best together, acknowledging all voices and talking through those things that disrupt our unity. When we are united, we can do great things, and it all starts with a talk. Welcome to the table. Today, I am with my friend Alexa Mason, and we are going to be talking about the subject of hospitality. So, Alexa, welcome. Oh, hello. Thank you. You are so welcome. I'm excited that you're here. I've been wanting to talk about hospitality with you for some time, and I dropped the ball and didn't reach (laughs) out um, and talk to you. So we are taking a break from talking about uh, social emotional learning, and we're going to talk about hospitality, friends, because it is a very important topic. And I actually think that in today's world, we, we are experiencing so much division, Mm -hmm. that hospitality could probably be a healing balm for some of that if we do it well. So before we jump into the topic, let's get to know Alexa a little (laughs) bit. Alexa, does that does that weird you out that I said it that way? And I, I looked I looked at her really funny too. It was kind of awkward if you could if you could see it. I appreciate um, the awkwardness. Okay, yeah, let's they, go. Okay, come on, <laughs> let's go. So we um so usually I do the whole two truths and a lie thing for for icebreakers. Mm, okay, but I'm not going to do that today. Okay, so you you were already thinking she was already thinking about <laughs> you saw it. her two truths and a lie. I saw her wills turning already. And then I kind of like threw a wrench in that plan. Um, so what we're going to do, I made this up on the way over here. Oh boy. Is, yeah. So it, it could be a mess. It could be a mess. So let's, let's get ready for that. What we're going to do is five for five. Do you know what that is? I have no idea what that no. is. You know, of course, if five for five is, I'm going to ask you five quick things so it's five oh, of your boy. favorite things in five seconds. Oh boy. Okay. I know. It's easy though. It's not going to be complicated. <laughs> then why do I feel and, pressure? And I know. Because <laughs> I said five seconds. No one can do anything in five seconds. No. <laughs> it's very complicated. But I've tried to make it really easy. Okay. Okay. And and it's very, it's very broad. Okay. Okay. So I know you have multiple favorite things, as many people do. So, you know, it doesn't have to be the favorite. So if someone ever meets you, they're like, oh, your favorite thing is, and you're like, is it really my favorite? Be one of your favorites. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Five for five. And just so you guys know, I'm not really keeping track of time, (laughs) but it's five seconds. It's five seconds. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to start five for five in five, four, (laughs) three, two, one. Favorite food. Ribs. 
Oh wow! Okay, wow, you were good at that, and now it, it's like it's like throwing me off because now I don't know what question to ask. Okay, favorite food, ribs, favorite color, green. Oh my gosh, I'm getting nervous. I'm you're making me I'm nervous. You're, you're really good at this. Um, um, oh my, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Uh, favorite TV show or movie? This is us. Remember the Titans. Okay. Oh, why you did too? <laughs> you are good. This is like a game show. Um, Get me the money. <laughs> okay. Give me the money. Um, favorite song or musician? Uh, Leon Bridges, River. Ooh, take me to the river. Yes, I like that. I'm making this way longer than five <laughs> seconds. Also, I don't remember the last five <laughs> that I was going to ask. So it's food color music or song oh favorite vacation spot uh a beach somewhere okay. makes <laughs> sense i agree yes. see that was good i feel like i know a lot about you maybe more so than before <laughs> yeah yeah i love, I love ribs too i love ribs. and green's your favorite color green is yes i love that green is not my favorite color. <laughs> what's your favorite color Blue or brown? Ooh, pick brown. That's unique. Yeah, I like I like <laughs> I like brown. I don't wear a lot of brown. Well, 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 well. We're very brown I, right I now. I am brown skin, <laughs> but I don't. And you wearing it, girl? <laughs> I love. Thank you. I do love earth tones. I do love a earth lot, tones. Mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Take me to the river by Leon Bridges. I love that song. Okay, I feel you. Okay, see, <laughs> friends, if you want to play this with a friend. First of all, remember the questions that you're going to ask. Them. <laughs> yeah. Keep track of the time and and don't lose your train of thought like I did when asking these questions. <laughs> so the next thing is, this is a more serious one. Someone mm. asked me recently, like a rule of life that I go by. Ooh. So do you have a rule of life that you go by or or a motto or... A piece of advice, maybe even. Um, actually, okay, yes. Be before do. <gasps> yes. I love that. Okay, elaborate. Be as in practice being, and I talk about this a lot within hospitality, which is what brought it up to me, but this the idea of being present to the Lord, being with him, being seeking his face and just being in his presence, being mm-hmm. in his word before doing, like mm-hmm. especially in again in regards to hospitality, it's like before going out and doing and trying to serve other people and da da da. It's like you have to to go to the source first. Mm-hmm. You have to just be with the Lord and just delighting in being in a relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Um, be before do. Yeah. Is, yeah. So that speaks to me. I've actually been reading a book that talks about that Ooh. very thing. By What's the book? Peter Scazzaro. It is Emotionally Healthy Discipleship. I'm reading Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Well, Emotionally he- Healthy Discipleship <laughs> talks about awesome. being before doing mm. and how the, the church has been doing before mm. being. Mm-hmm. And so I love wow. that. And that is, yeah, that's a crucial part of hospitality and a crucial mm-hmm. part of, of our work as disciples. Yeah of Jesus is to be before doing. So Alexa, tell us a little bit more about you. What's a, what's, what's need to know about Alexa? (laughs) What do you need to know? Yeah. What what do I need? What do I need to know? What do we need to know? 
I mean, I would I would want you to know that I'm married to Brandon. He's wonderful. Yeah. I have three kids who are also wonderful. Gideon, yeah. and Noel, very and Hosanna. They, yeah. they are very cute. Yes. Biased I am, but still they are. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> Some parents say their kids are cute, and that's probably not true. They just like to think it. Yeah, but your kids are actually cute. <laughs> They're legit. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I like everyone to know that, of course, I love Jesus and I love my family. I also, I love Ohio State. The Ohio okay, State University. Okay, the Buckeyes. I am a Buckeye. Mm-hmm. Proudly, very glad about that. Okay, um, come on. So that's important. Um, man, I'm one of seven. Oh, I love telling people I am one of seven children. I'm the only one that's adopted. My parents say I'm the only one that they planned, and I love it. I'm number five <laughs> out of seven. So they had four kids. I love that. And then they adopted me. Still, I love that. The only one that they planned. Yeah, that's I what like they tell that. me. You're the only one we planned. I was like, thank you, Mama. That's thank awesome. You. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, how did you get this? You are passionate about hospitality, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons I want to talk to you. As I said before, how did you? get your passion for hospitality? Where did that come from? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely. And I look back at childhood and things like that. I think about my parents, it kind of had this open door policy and we we had, there were seven of us, right? Kids plus mm-hmm. my parents, but they still would have people that lived with us at different mm-hmm. times that like, you know, people that needed a place to stay. So definitely from a young age, I think I didn't, Put together when I started talking about hospitality, I wasn't thinking like, oh, because since a child, that's what I've seen. It's like, but no, since a child, that's what I had seen in terms of bringing people in. Mm-hmm. So that to me was definitely impactful in ways I didn't necessarily notice or put together. Um, I love inviting people in. Again, I think a lot of that stemmed from, from that childhood experience. But the thing that made me start talking about hospitality a lot, especially in the way that I've come to understand it now, a lot of it had to do with moving to across the country, living in this apartment while we were waiting for, it was me and my our two, just two kids at the time. And we were waiting, we were building a house in this neighborhood in mm. Ohio. And I remember looking up things about interior design. And like during this time, I had been pretty like depressed. We had left our community. I was really, really sad. And the things that brought me joy were reading the word and studying interior design. Mm. So I would read blogs, watch YouTube, all of that, listen to podcasts, all of that stuff about interior design. And I was soaking it in. And then we're building a like this model home in this neighborhood full of other model homes. And I was like, okay, well, at least I get to pick out the carpet or I can pick out the cabinets or whatever. And I would just, anyway, get all soaked in like, into that. But the more I looked at interior design, the more I'd hear people use the word entertainment Mm. in regards to hospitality. So they'd be like, oh, okay. And when you're entertaining friends, you can do X, Y, Z. Or when you're entertaining guests, you can do da, da, da. And it bothered me partly Mm. because I majored in journalism. I'm a words person. So that word, I'm like, entertainment, you're talking about hospitality. Hospitality is an entertainment. Yeah. Like, hospitality can't be about entertainment because entertainment ultimately can be about yourself. Yes. And ultimately trying to like, I want to entertain you. And the way that I gauge if you're entertained, like I'm, I'm kind of gauging, are you entertained? Like, are you that, you know, it can be very, and am I doing enough? It can be very more self-focused. Yeah. Whereas hospitality to me, I was like, well, hospitality, when I read the Bible, it's about serving. Mm. Like it's about that, like that, that's what it is. So if it's about serving, the focus is actually on the, is on the other person, but it's not just to, to try to entertain them, but it's to serve them, to love them, to show mm-hmm. care for them, to it's really, it's motivated by love and it's about relationship. 
And entertainment can be a part of that, but I don't think that we can use that word to encompass what hospitality is. It can maybe be a part of hospitality, but hospitality can't just be entertainment. And again, it's just a word, but at the same time, I'm like, words to me, they shape how it is that we go about things. And so when I was researching interior design and studying it and loving it, I would keep hearing that and it bothered me. So I started going on this rant about, like I'd start just going in these rabbit holes and like telling people, I would talk to my husband like, it's about serving. And the funny thing about that though is, is I feel very weak in that. I might love Mm. to have people come over and do all that stuff. But when you look at hospitality as serving, it's not just the people that you're inviting in, not very, very much so. And going out to people very much so. Like I think hospitality is both in the home and out of it. But when I thought about my daily life with the people that are right in front of me, it's really hard to just want to serve. It's a lot easier to call a friend and be like, oh, you know, that friend I'm planning for, I have all this time to prepare. But when someone in the family needs something again or whatever, I realized I was very challenged to look at, well, you can be hospitable in these areas, but what about here? If hospitality really is about serving, Mm. What does that look like in your everyday life or the person you see on the street that you pass all the time yeah. or whatever? Like, what does it look like to live that out in the areas where it's actually very inconvenient? Yeah. And so that those yeah. are those are things that kind of started to stir like, okay, Lord, what are you seeking to to reveal in this? And as I read his word, like things about just the way that you saw Jesus interact and what he called what we're called to as his disciples. Like it just, it to me, I was like, oh, this is so, yeah, it is very inconvenient. Like serving people and loving them is very inconvenient right. and often at a cost to us. So if my hospitality is never at a cost to me, like, what does that mean? Or if it's, you know, anyway, just those questions. Those are yeah. things that I would be, I, I really started to think about and wrestle with and be like, okay, Lord, what is this? But I got more and more passionate and I'm like, well, I'm not even that great at this, but I'm very yeah. passionate about talking because I'm like, this must be you, Lord. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it ain't me. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I heard you say like, I love, I love hospitality as service because for sure I can, I can see that and how I've experienced mm. hospitality, yeah. whether it's been like welcomed in someone's home yes. or even just met someone on the street. A, a lot of times we think about it as only as like in inviting someone into your space, yeah. like as being hospitable, but really it is like you, you touched on this in a lot of what you said of just hospitality as, as a way of life. Yes. Yes. Being a hospitable presence yes. in general. So you, you said that hospitality is service, but if you had like a a definition of what hospitality is just for the folks listening, what would that be? Mm. What I often say is it's hospitality. It's what I would say. I go, hospitality is serving motivated by love with relationship at the center. Mm. Go to relationship as the goal of it. That's often how I will process thinking about it. And then what does it look like to go live that out. Yeah. So let's talk about that. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what it looks like to live it out, to be a hospitable presence, whether we're inviting Mm -hmm. people in our home or we're just engaging everyday life in the workplace, on the streets, in the grocery store, Mm -hmm. wherever we're at, in our mask, without a mask, whatever that is. Right, right. What does it look like now in our cultural climate that's very divided to be a hospitable presence? And I don't 
know the answer. So this is this is us like, hmm, well, what does it look like? What, does it, what look does it look like? like? <laughs> I have no idea. So hopefully you can tell me. And then we're like, well, Alexa fixed it. She solved, she solved it. And so now we know what it's like to be hospitable and the world is healed. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. But what, what are your thoughts on that? I appreciate how you use the word presence because I think that that is so significant in and what it can look like. Mm-hmm. So presence in regard, well, one, just the act of being present mm-hmm. because that is something, and I'll speak specifically to us, you know, in the United States, yeah. culture, like presence is very hard. We're very mm-hmm. distracted people, mm-hmm. myself included. Yeah, Busy people, too. distracted yeah. people, all of that. And I think- I think that being present has been one of the like bigger challenges of just like, okay, but what does it look like to just pause, to be present in the moment, to be present and and understanding that like with the Lord, like the Lord knows all that we've ever done. He knows all we ever will do, but he is with us in this present moment to talk like, like right here, right now is where God can do can be working in you, right? And doing something mm. through you, right? Like it's, he can do things for in the future, yes. And he has done things in the past, but when I think about, okay, but where I'm at today, I'm like, well, Lord, it's just right now. Like right now, you and me are together. I don't know what the future is gonna be like and the past is already gone. Mm-hmm. So right now, what does it look like to call upon you? And one of my prayers, I call it my hospitality prayer is like, Lord, interrupt me. Like, mm. what does it look like to go about my day with this openness to be interrupted to be present where I am, but then, and then to be interrupted, to be able to be present to him, I have to be just there, not always letting my brain be scattered. So I think for people to be hospitable, I think first we need to be walking with the Lord, like discerning mm-hmm. in our everyday and those actions. Like mm-hmm. there are times where it's, oh, should I stop and talk to that person real quick? Or should I keep going here? Or, oh, I just noticed in even the way my friend just said that and the way that her body language, mm. I probably need to ask her another question. I probably mm-hmm. need to press into that. And that's truly happened in conversations. And to me, that that's all about like hospitality. One of the best parts of it is when people sense that it's like, oh, I'm really being seen right now. I'm really mm. being known right now, which is why I say be before do. You need to do that with the Lord first. You need to be with God, yeah. let him, like have that with yeah. him. And then when you're able to be present, that right there, like hospitality without presence, what? Yeah. It can't, no, it, it doesn't it exist. Can't. Yeah. But when it's there and you really sense that there is this connection, that's a, this person, you are attuned mm. to this person and and the spirit and whatever he might be doing in that moment, big, small, whatever. That to me, that that it's it's so small, but it's huge. And yeah. I think we have and we have opportunities for that. We can't control so many things, but what we can control is saying, I'm going to choose to be present right now. Yeah. And say, Lord, just help me to have eyes to see. My prayer, yeah. Lord, help me to have eyes to see what you might want me to see today. Yeah. And I think that 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 is what allows us to be able to warmly welcome. Like you mentioned earlier, yeah. like you've been welcomed into places. Yeah. Well, did the people feel like they were paying attention to you or were they distracted? You know, yeah. like what made yeah. you feel welcome? Actually, that's my yeah. question. What made you feel yeah. welcome? Yeah. Well, that that is like when you when you talk about people being known, mm-hmm. like that that has made me feel welcome. Like yeah. someone allowing me to come into their space. Yeah. And being present in that space and then being present with me in their space to know me, to listen to me, to love me right where I'm at helps me to be known and feel welcomed. And not just to feel welcomed, but to almost feel like, oh, I belong here. 
Yes. Like I, I belong, I belong with you here mm-hmm. in this space. Like when we allowed the distractions to creep in or, or we're looking at other things and I'm the, I'm the worst at yeah. this. Like, you know, I'm on my phone when someone's talking to me or I'm looking at my watch or, you know, I'm looking around the room, like totally. anything. Yeah, and maybe, I, maybe I'm listening, but am I really hearing? Does the mm-hmm. other person really feel like mm-hmm. she's with me? Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, in, in this space, like, yeah. like they hear me. Is there some type of confirmation that what I'm saying matters, that my presence yeah. here That's even good. matters? And I, I'm not just kind of like a placeholder mm. in in this yeah. space. And I, I love just what you said of how this this time that the interruptions i i feel like allowing ourselves to be interrupted one of the biggest things and this may be i, I don't know that we're ready to think about this, <laughs> in, this in this way yet but i see you know the the pandemic has been tragic mm-hmm. yeah it is still tragic mm-hmm. in a lot of ways lives are being lost people are dying. People have lost loved ones. People have lost jobs. There's been so much loss, but something has happened during it that I feel like God has interrupted Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. and he's definitely interrupted the church. Yes. Yes. And there's a place in all of this to where we can grow in our gifts of hospitality. Mm-hmm. If we continue to allow ourselves to be interrupted instead of trying to just get past the moment back into the busy, mm-hmm. like let's just start up all yeah. over again. Yeah. When God That's is okay. kind of like, ah, I want things to be interrupted. Mm -hmm. I do want you to just be, whether it is be with me, of course he wants you to be with him, be with your family, Mm -hmm. be with your friends. Mm -hmm. Stop putting things before other things. Reprioritize the priorities in your life and just, just be, be a hospitable presence. And this pandemic has allowed us the space. And I think we'll continue to allow us the space to really practice hospitality if we're willing to allow ourselves to continue to be interrupted. Yeah. Yes. That's good. And one of the things you mentioned it earlier, well, actually in the intro, you talk about like a talk and how that can open up these doors and do you think about the relationships that we can gain, the understanding that can happen. I think that along with that presence and and something you said that when you had that sense of presence with the other person, you felt like this sense of, you know me and I Mm -hmm. belong. Think about what would happen. Like you asked in this time yeah. of all the divisiveness, other things, if people felt a sense of belonging, yeah. even with people where you're like, oh, but we have different views or we have da, yeah. da, da, da. But there's still that sense of, but we belong to one another. Yes. People, I'm, I'm a part. Think about what could happen in the hearts of people. Yeah. Like being present and hearing someone allows you to be in proximity with them, allows yeah. you to have compassion and understanding. And now the black and white thinking becomes a lot more gray because it's a lot more nuanced because people yeah. are complex and the issues and things, yeah. all of that is complex. But when you're able to be with someone and you have that sense of belonging yeah. with someone, yeah. that just all relationship and opportunity in it, it's so much bigger. And yeah. and and that, anyway, what you were, when you said that, I'm like, yeah. yes, that, that just yeah. when you're present and can be in yeah. conversation and you just, I feel like so much can yeah. happen. So much beauty can come out yeah. of that. And even the the realization, you know, scripture says, I, I think this is in 
Romans where scripture talks about you belong one to another. Mm. Like as believers, we belong one to another. Jesus has shown us the greatest hospitality, shows us the greatest hospitality. And so because of that, we extend that hospitality to everyone else. And it doesn't matter if that person agrees with me or not. It doesn't matter if that person is extreme one way or the other. It is my duty to show hospitality, regardless of whether or not they want to show me hospitality. So, so how do I engage? I think this is, this is the other part of like, you know, how do I, how do I engage and acknowledge my own feelings, whether they Mm -hmm. be sadness or anger and still create a hospitable space or be a hospitable presence Mm -hmm. in that? Because I can't just turn off, (laughs) turn, turn off my feelings, you know? I mean, there are a lot of people that, right now are like, well, I don't feel like being hospitable. So how do we get to the point of like, okay, you may not, you may not feel like it. And this is me verbally processing yeah. everyone. So, so you're <laughs> welcome. You get to hear like, oh, Ashley's like, is she like on a, a verbal tangent right now? Yes, I am. I have no idea what I'm saying, but it's just process. It's processing this topic of like, when you don't feel like being hospitable, And I think there are those moments Mm -hmm. and I would say that's okay. Mm -hmm. But what else can be, can be done in that space to even show even a glimmer of hospitality in, in that, is it just the very thing of like welcoming someone into your emotions Mm -hmm. could be showing hospitality to right. someone, you know, yeah. it doesn't even have to be something big and extravagant. It's more like, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk and be authentic. I think that's another big piece of hospitality mm, Yes, is yes. letting people see the real you Right, is welcoming to me. I don't know about anybody else, but I like to be around people who are real. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need you to be polished. That makes me feel at home. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yes, I agree. I absolutely think being honest because the reality, then it, if you're not able to be honest, then the hospitality isn't really, I mean, if the whole goal is it's motivated by, it's about serving, motivated by love with relationship. Well, yeah. if you can't even be honest, then I mean, what kind of relationship is yeah. that really, right? Like, yeah. and I think that there is a time and space and that's why I talk about be before doing because mm-hmm. it's easy to think like, well, hospitality is serving. Like now I'm going to be the hamster mm-hmm. running on the wheel and da, da, da. And it's like, no, 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 no. We walk by the spirit. We like in in him, we live and move and have our being, right? Is what the word says. So that means we need to be going to him and saying like, hey, Lord, there are these opportunities, but here's where I'm at. Like, can you help me? Like, is this, am I supposed to be resting right now? Am I supposed to be taking a time out? Am I supposed to, is, is, does hospitality look like me coming and just being with you? Like Elijah taking a nap? (laughs) because <laughs> things are, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Like, is that- And allowing you to show me hospitality. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And 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 he is, like, God, he is, like, what is it? Zephaniah talks about, like, he dances over us with singing. Mm. Like, he loves to take care, to take care of us. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not like we're meant to go, we can't go and do and be everything. I mean, Jesus modeled beautifully going and doing and going and being. Yeah. Like, just yeah. being with the Lord. We, we need that. Mm-hmm. And we need to practice- being in the word and knowing the like 
that will help us to know when to discern and how to discern mm-hmm. what the spirit might be leading us in. And in times where there might be a whole seasons where it's like, I can't, can't, can't open be, up. Yeah. I can't do, I can't do hospitality yeah. in this way. Yeah. Lord, I'm open to what you might, whatever you might want me to do, yeah. but it, it's okay if it doesn't look a certain way or people aren't yeah. coming over enough or I'm not yeah. volunteering enough. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. What is the Lord calling you to? And the whole, all what's beautiful about that is it forces you to have to be in relationship with him yeah. and to be listening to him. And then he'll tell you. And yeah. if it's if it's something where you send, or I should say, you will, I feel like we will, it might not be an audible telling people don't. <laughs> but like you, I think with discernment and with people at community around you to kind of help look at your life. And if you're, they can help bring that wisdom too. But sometimes it is, you just got to get outside your feelings and you got to, yeah. and I'm a feelings person. I'm an emotion led person. So when I say get out your feelings, please know I'm like saying it to me. <laughs> such as anyone else. Yes. There but are like, times when you need to get out of your feelings, people. Yes. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. And it's but but there's also there's great wisdom and also being, I mean, like I said, when I was in Ohio and I was feeling like I'm I feel I, Lord, yeah. I'm I'm depressed. I'm not, I can I'm giving what I can to my mm. kids and to my husband, and I'm trying, but I'm I'm struggling. In that time, it was okay that there were mm-hmm. moments like I tried to go out and reach out to people and I had that at certain times, and then there were other nights it's like, mm-hmm. no. That's not in there. And I, there's so much grace and gentleness mm-hmm. in that. The difference is when we, it becomes self-focused and, and sometimes mm-hmm. we don't know when it is. But again, if we're going to the Lord, he's kind to us. We'll let it, will help us yeah. to see. But the biggest thing to me is, are you in those seasons or whatever? Are we allowing ourselves to just go before the Lord and let him help us understand? Yeah. And ain't no shame if you feel like, no, there's a peace and just, I'm going to step back. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to, or... I really feel like now's the time I need to go. There's some things I think I can do to to love on my yeah. neighbor, to go yeah. next door, to yeah. you know, like really letting letting him discern. And again, it forces us to be in the word and to be with him. Yeah, that doing those things, I I am confident that he is going to lead. He yeah. loves a faithful servant. Like you know what I mean? Like yes. he, he's not going to leave us. And 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 the James it talks about like he gives generously to those who ask for wisdom. Mm. He gives it generously, mm-hmm. and so we can be confident that like. He will show, and it's mm-hmm. okay if you're not showing hospitality every second of every day. In fact, don't. <laughs> I, yeah. rec- I recommend you don't do that. Yeah. But but figuring out what does it look like in this season, we can all, we can be hospitable yeah. all the time. Yeah. But what does it look like? That yeah. can change. Discerning, yes. yeah, discerning what that is. Which, like you were saying, if if we're going to do that, we need to be with God. Yes. In order to discern the times and the seasons, mm-hmm. and and what that looks like. Yeah. I, I I love that you that you even in you saying that I'm sure there are listeners that have been given freedom just oh. in you saying like it's okay to be in that space where you are receiving hospitality mm-hmm. as, as as you were as you were talking it's like and it goes back to what you said about people viewing hospitality as entertainment, kind of like those those definitions that we're using that we're coupling with things that really don't define what the thing is. Because when we make hospitality a performance, yes. it, it loses its purpose mm-hmm. and its intentionality. Mm-hmm. And then yes. if you are in a space where you're tired, where you're feeling depleted and you need to receive hospitality, you're thinking to yourself, no, I have to keep performing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have to keep being 
hospitable. Yeah. I have to do all of these things in order to be hospitable. Yeah. And really when you're in that place and you're doing all the things, it's likely that people don't actually feel hospitable, feel like you're showing hus- hospitality yeah. in, in their presence. So probably feeling like, oh my gosh, they feel angsty. They feel like yeah. they don't really want to be here. I'm mm-hmm. picking up the tension. I've been that person. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been that person who people, you know, oh, walking on eggshells because they're not, they don't really want me mm-hmm. to be here, you know? Oh. So that you have, you have to be able to be mm-hmm. in that place to discern in order to not make hospitality a uh, performance. Yes. I, I'm reminded of like, I actually hate when people use the like Mary, Mary and Martha thing <laughs> because it's become like this thing. I'm like, oh gosh. So yeah, Mary was the favorite or you know, sometimes it, it can make, it can make people feel um, less than when the mm. way that we say it. Mm-hmm. But I think what's, what's beautiful about it is of course, Martha loved the Lord mm-hmm. and Mary loved the Lord. I think what happened in, in that scripture was, is that Martha got caught up in the busyness and confused being busy with fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. And sometimes being busy and being caught up in the rat race of, of the performance of getting all the things and doing all the things does not necessarily equate relationship mm-hmm. or fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just being mm-hmm. equals relationship. And fruitfulness. And so we have to discern when we need to be busy doing, mm-hmm. like you said, or when we just need to be busy being. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I appreciate that too with Martha. And I agree with you. Like, and I, I was even that person who would kind of be like, oh yeah, I got to be like Mary, got to be like Mary and kind of put down Martha. Yeah. And I heard something, I can't remember what it was exactly now, but they really gave me a better understanding of it. And so now I do see when I look at like Martha and it's, it's that we so easily can do that. She was doing a good thing and she was yes, exercising yes, a gift of, yes. of hospitality. She's yep. like, I see this need here and I want yeah, to meet that. I want to meet it. And that was a beautiful, like, that's a beautiful thing. And what Jesus was offering her was just like, I'm not going to take what, mm-hmm. what Mary's doing right now. I'm not going to take that away from her because it is good. Mm-hmm. This is the better thing. What you're, that's, it, it is yeah. what it felt like. Like yeah. it's, what she wanted to do was a good thing. But in that moment, being present to Jesus, yeah. that was the better thing yeah. to choose. And it yeah. wasn't that this was bad, but yeah. this, this was, yeah. this was better. Yeah. This was the point. And, and that like, yes, that freedom to be like, wait, yeah. hold on, hold on. I don't wait, have to am do I, this. Am I choosing the better portion <laughs> right now? Cause sometimes yeah. it's now nah, forget about yeah. those dishes right now or whatever. That, yeah. that could be, you know, but whatever it is. And this is the better thing. Yeah. You know, walk here. In that, like, I'm just getting, like, I, I just feel like the word in all of this is, like, freedom. Like, mm. just freedom. I mean, God offers us, Jesus offers us freedom. We don't mm, have to become on. slaves to performance or, yes. you know, people thinking, like, oh, they're the, they're the best. We care a lot about what people think. You know, I, I went to such and such's house or I went and did this thing and they, they did this and they did that. And then we kind of get caught up in their heads. Well, if they come over here or if they're with me, like mm. I can't do all that or I, I don't do all that. And it's, so we get caught up in thinking all of this. And I feel like God is saying like, there's freedom. 
there's freedom yeah. and hospitality looks different than maybe what you thought it looked like. Yes. And so the challenge is, which I think is great that we're having this conversation because I do believe that we've thought of it in one way for a long time. Mm-hmm. Hospitality can can be thought of and in, in, in experienced in, in many different ways. Yes. And not just in this way of come over to my house and I cook you a good meal. Mm-hmm. And if you enjoy the meal and we've played a sufficient number of board games and you've laughed a lot, <laughs> then I have showed you hospitality. Yeah. When actually it's, it's a little bit more than that. And it doesn't even have to involve food or board games mm-hmm. at all. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. And that's what's so beautiful because it's like it it can be those and it can be other things too. And that's what that's what I love about it. It's like it's expanding on our understanding of hospitality. Yeah. Of course, I think if you have a space that you can bring people into or organize, do that. please do yeah. it. And if you like there are people if you are gifted with cooking and you love it, I have been blessed. Come by on, the invite me over and I will eat good. it and mm-hmm. I will love it. Yes. yes. Especially <laughs> if it's ribs. Yes. I'll yes. be there. Ribs. Yes. I can leave the family at home. I'll come I to your house anytime. <laughs> yep. Yep. Amen. I agree. Amen. Yeah. But like, it, it's that, that it, that is a gift and people can use that. Yes. There's no shame. Like if you love it, use it. Yeah. I, I like, I love interior design. I yeah. love creating spaces that feel welcome in whatever. I love it. It's not to show off. It's really, it's just, oh, how can I do this in a way that makes people feel comfortable and they want to sit and just hang out with me and talk for a long time and we can just care for one another. Like, I love that. And some people, they don't care at all. And I think that's beautiful. Like it's, what, however the Lord, there's so much uniqueness in each person and how we express mm-hmm. ourselves. Like, and there's no shame in any of it. It's just when we let that be more important mm-hmm. than the main thing, which is the Lord and showing hospitality. Cause I'm like, I believe a hospitable life mm-hmm. reflects the hospitable heart of God. Mm-hmm. So when we're showing our hospitality, it's keeping that in mind, but then have fun with how you do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever it looks like. If it's the person on the, that is, neighbor down the street and you're just having a conversation and you're just allowing yourself to be present to them and welcoming them in just the way that you're engaging. Awesome. Mm -hmm. If it's inviting people in your home, which I think is beautiful or going into other people's homes and Mm -hmm. accepting invitations from others, like those are all wonderful things. I think there's, like you said, freedom is a great way to say it. Like there's so much freedom yeah. in it. And it's just that being aware of, okay, Lord, what, is it, what does it look like today? Yeah. And, and, or in the season. And that's what gets me excited about looking at hospitality as both, yeah, inviting in and going out yeah. and just, Lord, what, what can it be? Like, I don't know. I just, that gets me no, excited to great. think about all that. That's, and that's so creative. And I, and I want to go to a place because there probably are people listening who I don't know anything about design. <laughs> Like I would, I would live in a place with just white, white walls (laughs) and I would be just fine. In fact, practically you've been to my apartment. I have like one, one picture and it's, it's nothing. It's like something I bought cheaply from Target that's that's hanging (laughs) on my wall just because I felt like I should probably put something on the wall, but I don't really care what it is. It doesn't have to match whatever Whatever. that is. I'm just not, I'm not good at, I don't have, I don't have the the vision for it Mm -hmm. and I can feel at home in a space that that doesn't have that. But there are probably people listening who do have spaces in their home and have a heart for like, oh my gosh, I want to create, I have this empty room or I have Mm. this living room or I have this small space that I'm thinking about doing something 
with like, how do I, how does somebody go about creating a, a warm, hospitable space? And I'm asking this in a way of like, not, not just the feels, but more of like, just the, I don't know, nuts and bolts, brass tacks. I don't even know what these terms mean. I'm like saying, I'm like saying things that I've heard. Um, like the logistics of what would they do to go about creating kind of the the aesthetic of mm. of that space? Like, what what would you recommend? Because mm. you do this, we're gonna link in like some of your your info. <laughs> yeah. Alexa, she she does this. She helps people do these kinds of things. You know, before I even say that, though, I have to say when I did come to your house and we hung out, the thing I remembered was the conversation and the food. You had some good snacks, but I remembered I the conversation I, yeah. and that I hope that that's even because like you're describing how and I'm like, oh, I remember I remember sitting in your chair. That was comfortable. Like, I don't remember like <laughs> yeah, all, what, the other stuff. all the other things, yeah. but I remembered the conversation and I hope that that can be an encouragement to people too. Because like you're yeah. saying, you're like, it doesn't really bother me. And it's yeah. great because it shouldn't, if it doesn't, yeah. great. Because what I remembered wasn't the wall. I remembered the conversation. Mm, that's encouraging. The, the way that yeah. we just, like, that's what left I left feeling excited about. Now, mm. I get excited about a great interior, like, and all that too. <laughs> yeah. But the the most important piece, because you can have a pretty home, but then if you feel like someone, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The, Let me go right now. <laughs> Let me get out of here. <laughs> and I'll take some of those crackers, though, with. Okay. <laughs> and I took your whole box of crackers. <laughs> But I just, for, for people like that, I hope that that can be an encouragement because that, that to me was the mm. beauty in that, in that time together. So nuts and bolts, nuts and bolts, brass tacks. I don't no, know. What, what, is, what, is what does it mean? Tacks? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to let Google Are tacks brass? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, brass Thumb is tacks pretty. aren't. <laughs> I don't know what this I don't means. want anyone to text anything. It's, it's <laughs> probably <laughs> offensive. I probably shouldn't have even said it. I should have Googled it. Oh, you know, people say offensive things all the time because they don't know what it actually yeah. means. So if it is offensive, I apologize. I didn't even know what it meant. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. I don't either. think it's offensive. I don't, I hope not. I mean- Anyway. Well. Whatever. Dude, I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Sorry. Sorry. I'm gonna, like, Google this under the phone. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um, let me think. So, okay. In creating a space in your home. Now, the thing that I always say, and people might roll their eyes, but I hope not, but they might. And I would say, pray. Just pray. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing we can do in our homes is pray. What is it that you're hoping to experience in your own? Pray to the Lord and ask you to let that, because that first and foremost. But then if you're looking at, I mean, it depends on, it depends on the room. Um, I'm trying to think like we just did our entry, we did our entryway in our house. And one of the things that I couldn't get out of my mind is a sense of, okay, welcome. What does that look like? And I mean, the first thing that I would go through is kind of, well, what's the function of it? Like, Mm. what am I using it for? Who's going to be using it? And kind of get that just like the simple, like, why do I need this room mm-hmm. <laughs> or what, what's yeah. going to actually happen in here? And then from there you go into, okay, well, what's needed if this is what's going to happen. So I'm like an entryway. Well, I, a rug is important. Um, coat hooks and hangers are, you know, or something to put jackets on is important. A console table is something I know I want there. So kind of going through like mm-hmm. what's happening, what's actually going to happen. So I'm stewarding the space. Well, I'm actually using it mm-hmm. for something, but then, okay, what's going to be needed? And then in there, I'll talk about, I'll start to go into this like, okay, 
this is what I pray. I pray that it's a welcoming place. Like I want it to be like God, I think of God as God of welcome. So I, I think of, or welcome being one of the many aspects of the Lord, but like he welcomes us into his his family, right? Mm-hmm. Through Jesus, we have mm-hmm. that. So when I, I have this in my head and I'm like, well, I want to be a welcoming space. I want mm-hmm. people to come in and feel, what does that look like to me? Um, what do I think can offer? There's some of that like function pieces, like we'll make it easy. Here's a little bench I'm able to put here. There's a console table people want to put down their um, keys or something. There's these coat hooks to make it easy. So there's a sense of like, you can walk yeah. in. It's kind of sense of ease. Someone knows what to do. So they almost, they they can feel like, oh, I kind of belong here. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to figure out, well, does this go here? Did I? Like that, again, this is how I think. How do yeah. I make it easy for them to just walk in, feel yeah. this, oh, place this here, place that there. Da, da, da. And I'm thinking about it for guests and also for my family. Yes, they I, was use just it every a, day. I was just about to say, yeah, even for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, definitely. What is the function? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so looking at those and then from there, I'll just think, I thought through, you know, what colors work in there. And I mean, this can, I can start going deeper like into where people are like, what is going on Come here? Come on, is this an HGTV <laughs> episode? Yes, it might be. But but those are, I mean, if I say the, the simplest things to start with right away, it's for me praying about, okay, what are you, Lord? Um, all that centering myself, but then also... Also then thinking, okay, function, what's going to happen in here? Mm. And then who's going to be in here and using this and having those things. That's good. You need to have that. And then mm. when it comes to the design of it, I mean, you can have so much fun with it. There are different tips and yeah. tricks we can talk about it. If you want to add paint is like, I tell people, I'm like, if you want to add something to a space, that's kind of, you're just like, I want to make this feel more homey or whatever to you, paint it add some paint yeah. on there. Paint is inexpensive compared to like, if you want to do other things you could want to do. Paint is really great. Getting a gallon of paint sometimes costs the same amount of money as getting a picture, like a big picture that you want to yeah, put up. So getting paint, figuring out, you know, is our artwork that means something to you? I like using like our entryway. Our family uses it, but then a lot that's where, you know, people come in. So I like having for both. I was like, all right, if this entryway is where both my family uses a lot and we look at every day and then people come in, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to do something that kind of shares a bit of who we are. And so I have this part, I have different pieces of art that celebrate black history and just representing this is a huge part of our family. I want to honor and like show that. But then we have other pieces of art that just hit at different things that matter to us. And I keep a couple books in the entryway too, because I feel like books teach you about what people are interested in when you go and you see. So I was like, oh, I'm going to actually put some books right here. Not many people put books in their entryway, but here's a few that I love. Yes. "Mm." Yes, I do too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it tells you a bit about them and what they're interested in. And so I wanted to have that sense of like, hey, you come in, you can see this art, you can see these different things. And and it can prompt that question of like, oh, okay, they're into this. And it kind of gives a piece of who you are to them. You talked about being vulnerable and all that. Like that to me, it's like, I'll share a little bit. Now, I also look at the different patterns I want to throw in there and stuff like that. Like, and again, that's where it gets into the weeds. But, but to me, like putting in pieces that kind of say, like, oh, this is a part of who we are, and it's a reminder. Like my kids, they see these pictures of throughout Black History, and they're like, oh, the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, they're gonna know who that is. I didn't know. I didn't really know who that was when yeah. I was a little kid. But like yeah. to know that my kids are gonna grow up and know that, and know that's part of your history. But then people coming in, they get to see that, and it's a conversation. It's mm. a way for us to have a conversation, and like. That to me, it just adding that personal side piece to it and whatever that looks like. It'd be a piece of art that you really like. People all, 
all the time I watch people stop and they look and they're like noticing. And yeah. it's such a great way to engage in conversation, whether it's art or pictures of family, whatever. Yeah. It lets people into a little bit of who you yeah. are. I was just at a friend's house the other day, actually. And she's like, oh, this is my family from Oklahoma. It's my my grandma. And then this is my mom as a baby. And it's this beautiful wow. picture, like black and white and all this old, like you just know it's an older photo. Yeah. And like, and there was something beautiful. I'm like, I'm getting a picture into your life into your in this life little bit right yeah. by the door. So those are things that I hope some of that made sense. But those are things that I, I yeah. love thinking about adding in. And again, it speaks to relationship. Yeah. And anyway. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I, I love that you said, and I really haven't thought about this. I mean, maybe not consciously thought about like the the function of my space, like, like my home. I, I even think not even just for hospitality purposes, but really just kind of thinking through what are, what is the function of some of the spaces in your home? I mean, I I think about, you know, even during this time during the pandemic, a lot of people were working from home Mm -hmm. and sometimes what, what was hard for me, I'll I'll speak for myself. Sometimes the, the function now of, of my spaces has been confused a lot mm, yeah. for me yeah. because now it's like, okay, my home, the places where I kind of stopped working to rest, to be, have mm, become the space yeah. where now I work. And so th- this is now, now a space for, it's my office, mm. you know? So mm-hmm. now I'm trying to kind of go back and reframe some of the spaces yeah. in my house to restore like their proper function like okay mm. I'm not gonna work in my bedroom the yeah. function from my bedroom is I'm relaxing I'm sleeping yes I'm coming down from my day you know uh-huh. so even even thinking about like what you said of like oh so not just for other people but creating and knowing the function of of my space for me so that I can going back to what we said earlier of receiving hospitality and showing hospitality to myself. Yes. What is the true function Mm -hmm. of, of my space? Yes. Which was, which was brilliant. I'm like, Oh, I need to really think about this. I need to reflect about this and discern this and think through this and, and really navigate what the function of, of my space is now. Yeah. So thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. I really love hearing the, how that, how that has transpired for you. Cause I think that a lot of people can relate to yeah. that. Like these spaces are now being mixed in ways that oh they gosh. weren't before. That's yeah. really interesting. I think that's such a good, a really good thought. And I appreciate the intentionality you had with that. Like, Oh, well, okay. My bedroom, I'm, I'm not going to work here because this yeah. is, this needs to be the place where it's, it, that's not happening. I, I really appreciate your thoughtfulness in that. Cause I do think with our homes, as much as I'm talking about hospitality and like inviting people in, I'm like, you do need, like, this is our little refuge. Like I want to make yeah. this a place where I'm thinking about home. how are we, yeah. right? Like well, there's a lot that happens in these homes that are just between, for, for me, it's the five of us with Brandon and myself and the kids. I'm like, we got to figure out how, what does that look like here and yeah. functioning? And I think that there's nothing wrong, whether it's you're living in an apartment and it's you yeah. or you're living with five, 10 other people <laughs> and you're, you know, like whatever it might be. Yeah. I think that that is very important and good. Let me, everybody hear me <laughs> to figure out what does that look like for y'all? Cause then you functioning in that is so important like that and being able to do that in a way that works for you and not just thinking, oh, how are the other people going to come yeah. in? But like, how am I going to live in this space where so much of life 
happens. Yeah. And conversations and things and just work, like all of that stuff happens right there. It's important to really be thoughtful yeah. about what does this look like for us in here? You know, before we invite people in, let me make sure yeah. we got this down. So I, oh I appreciate gosh. you said that. Yeah. Thank, thank you. I mean, you did it, Alexa. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're brilliant. You're going to have to, we're going to have to, because, because you're moving, we're going to have to do another like episode via like I don't know Zoom or, or how, <laughs> however we do this. Maybe I'll just come to your to Please. your new place to check out how Please. hospitable it is. Um, <laughs> hospitable. Yeah, and well, I'm gonna go to the south. So I'm gonna get that give, southern hospitality. I know that southern I hear hospitality. About it. it is. It's real. It's real. Wait, Some, you're sometimes, from. Sometimes it can be performance based. Mm. You know, it's like a, a thing. So like I need to go how tell hospitable <laughs> can we be? You know, have I shown up you type thing? But it, it oh, is, you know, okay. there's like an open door. I, I grew up kind of like in a home where, yeah, you could just come come in and you could just be. You could eat. You could open the refrigerator. I mean, mm. you could do. I, the door was open. Mm. Kind of like being from Virginia. That was just how, how was I grew how, up. Yeah. Yeah. Hospitality was a way of life mm. there, which was, it was different coming out here because I feel like- I was going to ask you what it, yeah, how it's been different. I, Please I feel tell like me. People are, and it'd be interesting knowing how you experienced it too, coming oh. to the Northwest mm-hmm. from Ohio mm-hmm. because because I, I think people here, and I've experienced hospitality here in the greater Portland metro area, encompassing all, all of that. I've experienced <laughs> hospitality. I've been welcomed into homes, felt very welcomed, felt like I belong. But as far as like mm. the open door policy of community or coming yeah. over whenever, that's played out a little different. I have some of that with some of my friends, but overall, that isn't necessarily a thing. It seems like mm. hospitality is harder here. Mm. And I don't know if that's just because it's the city. I mean, it's a different kind that's of thing. True, yeah. There's traveling, there's there's traffic, there, there's all the things, I mm-hmm. think, that kind of create some barriers to doing some of that. But yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not worse. But it's not, it's not the same. It's not, it's not same. what I'm, what I'm used to. Even mm. walking on, on the streets, like it's, it's different. Not between like, you know, I think black people in the greater Portland metro area, <laughs> just where, wherever you go. Big smile. There, there is this like thing of like the acknowledgement of like, oh, hey, you know. Like, I see you. What's up? I, I see you type of thing. Whereas like. You know, back home growing up, you go to the grocery store and it's like people are stopping and talking to you and telling you about your whole entire life. And you're like, I'm just in here trying to pick up some <laughs> some oranges. I'm not even trying to talk to you like this. But it's like just, just having mm-hmm. a hospitable way about you everywhere you go. I don't necessarily experience that here. There's more yeah. of a like everyone kind of stays to their own kind of thing. Yeah. And there are a few moments where you do have those interactions with people in the grocery store. You do have this or that, but it's not, it's not anything like um, you would get in, in the South at all, at all, truly. Yeah. Yeah. I have similar, I'd say my experience is similar. I don't know. I haven't lived in the South yet, so I'll find out soon. You will. But the, in the Midwest, like, so I grew up in Wheaton, Illinois and like that, 
even that compare and then being in Ohio yeah. um, for college and then a little bit when we lived in Cincinnati being there compared to here was very different. It, it threw me like Brandon and I were really thrown off. We didn't know mm-hmm. like, we're like, wait, did we do something wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like did someone get, mm-hmm. <laughs> like did we, what did we do? Cause it was different. Even that sense of saying hi when you're walking yeah. and like we're, yeah, it's, it. there are different places and I've met some, our neighbor across the street right now is different, like yeah. much more like, hey, let's talk when we're both outside. Like actually on my way out here, he would stop yeah. me and been like, hey, do you like that salmon I gave you guys? Cause he had, you know, gave us fresh oh, caught salmon. Of, so there's some of that that's like yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So it's not totally. everywhere, it's not but everywhere. It, it's yeah. definitely, I have noticed. And it, it kind of makes me sad. Cause I was just like, I just want to say hi. Like that, yeah. that has felt, I felt that sense of lack there. It's similar to what you, yeah. you said. So yeah. it's interesting. Cause I'm like, wow. Why is it different? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I feel like that that has, you know, that does influence our our churches too. Like oh. the way the way oh. we do hospitality in church, which which is, I think, one of the most important mm. roles in a church. Yeah. Is not more. not that I'm not that I'm making a plug for the hospitality team as as a pastor. Like I'm <laughs> I'm not doing that, but but I kind of am. But I am. <laughs> like if if there is a way to be on the hospitality team at your church, do that because mm-hmm. then it goes back to that thing yeah. that we were saying earlier of like making someone feel seen, yeah. making someone feel known. Mm-hmm. Then they feel like they're welcome there. Mm-hmm. Making all of that includes a sense of belonging. Like yes. if I if I go into a church, even though you know I'm an introvert, I can go places by myself, and I don't actually need people to talk to me. So <laughs> yeah. I I don't always need that. But when I experience it, mm. there's something about like, oh, that person noticed that I was even here. Yeah. That person said hello to me. Yeah. They noticed that I that I wasn't even smiling. Maybe they they noticed that I was experiencing something. They were in tune. They were discerning. Mm. They recognized my presence, and that actually means a lot, yeah. particularly in in today's world where people are struggling with loneliness and yes. feeling alone. Yeah. It's like people need to be seen and experience hospitality. So all that to say, I'm That's making good. a plug. If you are involved in a church. <laughs> Figure out a way. You don't even have to join the hospitality team. You don't even have to make it official. But figure out to be a more hospitable presence, even at your mm. church. What is what does that look like? I challenge you to to think about that at, at your church to be a more welcoming presence there. And I challenge myself to do that as well. Be a more welcoming welcoming That's presence at, at church. Can I say something? Like yeah, that just blew my mind. This was years ago now, but there is a friend of mine. Uh, that I met in college it, through Brandon, actually. They were really good friends and he uh, loved graphic design, mm-hmm. really good at it. And we went to his church once, I forget why, but we went and visited and he was talking about how he had create, he helped create the, uh, like, what I almost said brochure, not brochure, bulletin, Yeah, you know, that they hand out. And he was talking about, you know, the different things that he did as, you know, graphic designers, you know, they know all those tricks and things that help people, the, mm-hmm. you know, engaging with people and stuff like that. And it was amazing to me because he was so proud of this bulletin that he had made. He had used his graphic mm-hmm. design skills to 
to share. Like he wasn't necessarily the one that was handing them out at the church at that time, but like he had used, he had used his skills to make a bulletin to give to the team that then was handing them out to people. And he using his skills was like, this is how, you know, people respond to this type of type font this way, or this helps indicate a sense of welcome this way. Like if you use mm. it, like just using yeah. you know his little brain well, and all those skills yeah. with that. And I was like, are you kidding me? Here he was. He was so excited about this thing he could create to give to other people mm. who were then going and doing like the hi, how are you? But it's, and he was a part of that. No one, not people didn't necessarily know that he yeah. was the guy that did it, but he was so proud that he could be a part of yeah. creating that experience, even yeah. if people didn't know. And I just thought, how beautiful is that? When he was, I remember when he shared that, just being like, he's just using his gift. Yeah. He's just using his skill. He's offering it to the church. And look, and like, yeah. he was so proud to be able to offer that sense of like, I don't know. It was something That's about awesome. that. And I thought, we what if we just do that? Yeah. What is that little thing that you might be interested in? Yeah. Like you might like putting the, I don't know, flowers arranged a certain way or helping to set up the yeah. chairs in a certain Offer way or whatever. Uh, yep. It could be whatever that is. And I just thought, yeah. man, that's so, yeah, that was so beautiful because he was just using what he had. Yeah. And it was a blessing to the church and to yeah. the people who came in yeah. and whatnot. And anyway, I just, yeah. for whoever needed to hear that, it's, yeah. it, it could look, whatever that looks like, that's a way to join the hospitality team, but yeah. maybe even in a different way than you yeah. would think. Like there's so much freedom and yeah. opportunity. And when we just think, think a little bit like what could be used. And yeah. I just, that, that's always stuck with me. I, lo I love that. So, so pray about it, peeps. What, <laughs> ask, ask the question because we're all about being before doing. If we've learned, <laughs> if we've learned anything, be with the Lord and, and discern that. But maybe, maybe there is something like a, like a space, whether it's a church, whether it's in your home, mm -hmm. whatever that looks mm -hmm. like to, to serve to be a hospitable presence and to also receive yeah. hospitality. Mm -hmm. Alexa, I want to thank you. Yeah, thank you. I want to thank you for coming to be on the podcast. I'm sorry it took so long <laughs> um, to actually get this recorded, but I've had fun talking with you. Uh, me and too. I do want to do another episode with you. I'll just I'll just come to where you're at and we'll just record it. Yep. I'm sure there's like an app or something. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll just do it. But thank you yes. so much. I appreciate you. You are a gift. Oh, and you. I have experienced hospitality through you in this moment and whenever we've hung out, which has not been enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I want to thank you guys. I want to thank mm -hmm. our listeners for listening. I want to leave you with something. We've said this before. We like to leave you with something to do. Um, as we've been talking about being. So it's kind of contradictory. I hear myself, but we want to leave you with, with like a lesson, something to apply. And really what I'm going to challenge you to do this week or whenever you listen to, to this podcast is to be with the Lord and discern what hospitality looks like. So go and do that. We thank you for listening and please be sure to go to our website, www.frenzy.co and www.joyofit.org and check out all the things that we're doing. Follow us on Spotify and Amazon. You can check out our podcast there. We thank you and we'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>